Hello, and thank you for listening to the Hope Relentless Marriage Podcast, where we talk about all things marriage. We're honored to spend some time with you and well done on investing in your relationship. It matters. Our goal is to encourage and equip you in your incredible adventure of marriage, whether you're in a low place or a high place. This is for us, those courageous enough to believe we can actually change the world, one marriage at a time, starting with our own. Please connect with us on our website, hoperelentless.com. And remember, there's always, always hope. Hello, and welcome to the Hope Relentless Marriage Podcast. Chad and Sarah Gale here, and we are so thankful that you are joining us. It's always an honor that you would listen to what we would put out there, and the hope is that you'd be able to find something that you can apply, because when we apply the things we learn about our marriages, we are impacting the world for good, because marriages impact families, families impact communities, and communities impact the world. That's right, World Changers. Excited to be with you. Today, we are talking about dreams, part two. So part one, last week, if you missed it, I encourage you to check it out. We talked about marital dreams. What does it look like to dream and to plan and to execute together? We think of these are the areas in a marriage, in a relationship where there's interest, where there's strengths, where there's talents, and we're doing something together. And we know that uh, mutual contribution is important to the overall health of a marriage. So check out that episode. Today, we're actually talking about individual dreams. What does it look like in a relationship, in a marriage, to pursue individual dreams? And why is it even important? You know, sometimes people think that uh, when you get married, your individual dreams go to die. We want to talk about that. Is that true? Is that not true? What are your thoughts on individual dreams, babe? Yeah, definitely something that I heard, I've heard. And I think maybe even early on in marriage, it's one of those things where you get married and you, you really want to focus on the marriage and building your life. And so before you know it, you're not even thinking about the day-to-day things that you're wanting to do, even as, as kind of rudimentary as our health, right? Our individual health and, and the focus we put on that. I think last podcast, we talked about how women are the ones who are less likely to be able to come up with any kind of goal that is not related to family life. And so Mm. we have a hard time coming up with goals that are relating to ourselves because when we become a part of a marriage, a family, we typically just want to pour out. And so that's something to be aware of because our dreams matter. Just because we get married doesn't mean all of a sudden we have no desires in life for things that we've always wanted to do. And I used this example last last podcast about a figure skater. If I want to be a figure skater, it's my job to make sure that I'm working on the things that I need to work on to be a figure skater. <laughs> I'm laughing because I remember, Chad, you're like, wait, did, should, I, should I think that you want to be a figure skater? <laughs> and no, I don't even know how to ice skate. So absolutely not. But the point is, it's not your job, Chad, to ask me and make sure that, hey, are you doing things that, that you get excited about, Sarah Gale? Like, are you making sure that you're growing in areas that you want to grow in and, and you're following dreams that you have? It's not your job. It's my, my job to focus in on that and to take the steps necessary to get closer to those goals and dreams that I have. Yeah, I think you bring up some really good points there. There's a dynamic where personal responsibility is crucial for healthy relationships. 
So everything we talk about ties back into the impact of relationships. And so one of the reasons why do we talk about individual dreams? Well, because you're still an individual person. And Mm -hmm. from our perspective, God created you as an individual with a purpose and a plan with unique skills and talents and ways that you can contribute and add value to the world, uh, to your family, to the community, just you're important. So your dreams are important. We also believe that when two individuals are growing and learning and expanding and really uh, showing up as the best version of themselves, like that's a phenomenal environment to then build a healthy, thriving marriage. It's very, Mm -hmm. very difficult for two unhealthy individuals to have a healthy marriage. And so our individual health plays a significant part in the health of our relationships. And so that's Mm -hmm. why we want to talk about dreams. Similar to marital dreams, I find that it helps individual dreams if we start kind of big topically and then we work our way down. And so Mm -hmm. for us, it's been helpful to look at different areas of my life. I could look at career. I could look at finances. I can look at health. I can look at relationships. I can look at fitness. I can look at faith. And when I just kind of categorize as a generic to help create focus and clarity, then I can begin to dream and think about what does satisfaction in this area of my life look like? It could be, um, if you're a Christian, it could be asking, what is God's plan at its best in this area of my life? And then we can start to get more practical by understanding, okay, this is where I want to go. Well, where am I? Not in a place of judgment, but as a place of where am I starting so that I can put together a plan that'll move me towards uh, towards this goal, towards this dream, towards increased health and wholeness in this particular area of my life. What, what in those areas has been beneficial for you, babe? Well, I think when you were mentioning like career, like kind of thinking about those areas and, and then how do we feel about those areas? Where are we when it comes to those areas? And are we satisfied? I just remember when we had young, very young kids and I was home and I really wanted to be at home with them. But then like many moms today, I just felt the tug to do more, you know, like feeling like, oh, it's it's not, it's not enough to just be a mom, you know? So then mm-hmm. I went on and I created all these, these other things, which will, it's another podcast. <laughs> we'll talk about my mom, my young mom life um, stuff. But anyways, I remember it was a huge point of dissatisfaction for me when it came to career, because I was at home, which is what I wanted to do, but I couldn't really enjoy being at home because I felt like I should, that should word be yeah. doing additional things, bringing in more income and so because I didn't, I didn't give myself the time to reflect and to really think on, okay, what do you want for this season? Because it changes seasonally. But I didn't, I didn't give myself the time to think, what do you want for this season? And then once I decide, decide, would, would have decided what I wanted to really embrace it and be present and, and enjoy it. Um, it, it became a point even of contention for our marriage because then Chad, remember, I started to look to you to validate me 
in these areas because I wasn't quite sure I even knew what I wanted and why I wanted it. And so then it became, oh, well, you're not supporting me in these areas where in reality, if this is what I wanted to do, I should have had more of that confidence to, first of all, know that's what I wanted to do, be home with the kids. And then secondly, make the most of it and, and live those days to the full. Do you remember that time? Yeah, I do. And I think it brings up a real dynamic that so many couples wrestle with. And so if we kind of go back to the beginning and answer the question, why are individual dreams important? I think mm -hmm. the first answer is because God created us for a unique purpose and plan. And so we mm -hmm. have unique skills and experiences that'll have a positive impact on the people around us. But if we look at it in, in terms of the relationship or the marriage, when I clearly understand my dream and what I'm moving towards, then I can share that with you with clarity. Mm -hmm. And then this potentially is powerful because now you can play for my dream, a support role. You're aware mm -hmm. of how you can support me in what this dream looks like. Now in a relationship, that needs to happen twice, right? Where I get clarity on what is your dream so that I can support you. But it starts with that individual ownership, right? Mm -hmm. Not this, it's really easy. And I think we did this and we can still fall into this at times, but it creates unnecessary tension and confusion when codependency sneaks in and we're waiting to pursue something until it's our spouse's idea. Like that right. just creates all sorts of confusion. And we see this because when we counsel couples, the cost of that can be resentment. Mm -hmm. One individual resents the other one and will look at, well, I was doing this for the family or I was doing that for the family and resentment comes up. Mm -hmm. and, and so this is why it's so powerful for us to take individual ownership, because the reality is it's not our spouse's job for us to go after our dreams. Like that's not their mm -hmm. job. That's like, yeah. They're a support and a source of encouragement. I think what can become really powerful when we identify our dreams, when we're in a marriage, we don't have to go at it on our own. Yeah. But our spouse yeah. can't play that partnering, that multiplying effect if we don't know individually what we're going after in a way that we can share it with them. And so there's so much potential synergy that can happen there. I think about families, we have limited resources, our time, our presence, where are we, maybe our finances. When we don't have clarity, then we're reactive. And I think this mm -hmm. is the biggest thing around dreams whether it's individual or marital, when we know what they are, we put ourselves in a position to be intentional and to be proactive rather than reactive. That's, I think, such a key element of why dreams and talking about and clarifying this is so, so important. Right. So Chad, you coined this term, the principle of the path, maybe a decade or two ago, you were preaching a message I, I'm sure you remember. And it was so good. And it was just talking about how, you know, what we're doing today, it's leading us down a certain path. And we can also look at that as sowing and reaping. What we're sowing is what we're going to end up reaping. And when it comes to individual dreams, I think it's important because again, 
in the couples that we meet with, they're more often than not, when I'm working with a mom with young children within the marriage, then it comes up where it's like, okay, so what what are some dreams that you would have? And of course, she doesn't really have any because she's focused in on on what's going on in the current season, which she should be. It's a lot, right? It's a lot with all the kids. But the importance of taking the time to step back even and have that reflection time in the midst of these busy seasons is to recognize what the path is. Where are you headed? Because a lot of times moms, when moms want to do something different when the kids are in school. And if they would have took the time when the kids were at home to think about, okay, what would be some ideas? And it doesn't always go according to plan, but a plan is better than no plan. And if the mom thinks beforehand, as far as like, okay, what do I want to do? Oh, I want to be a nurse. Okay. So what do I need to start doing to, to, you know, get that in order? Are there any classes I need to take and that I could take maybe on the weekend, one class a weekend and my husband, when he's home, he could watch the kids. So it's starting to plan the life that you want early on, because a lot of the stuff we want to do in the future, we can't just snap our fingers and we're doing it. It takes time. It takes, it takes classes. It takes the experience. And so sometimes we can be doing that in our season now, just in a bite-sized way. And that will set us up a lot better for the future season. And so it's the principle of the path. And in addition to that, when it comes to individual dreams, I think sometimes we will go the extreme where Mm. we think, okay, I have this dream and I know I'm married. I know I have a family, but that's not the priority because I have this dream. And so I just want to encourage us as we are having this conversation with one another, as far as individual dreams, things that are on our heart that we would love to accomplish. I want to encourage us to consider the family and almost like the path of the family. Okay. So where do we want our marriage and family to be first? And then how do these dreams fit in secondly? Because as stewards of our marriage and family, it's important to recognize those things need what they need. And we've talked about this in the past, the blueprint versus circumstance. So the marriage needs what the marriage needs. The, yeah. fam- the kids need what the, fa- the kids needs need. And I'm talking about the time, right? The connection, the communication, they need what they need. And so for us to have a dream that takes us away from the family or somehow disrupts those, the the things that the family and the marriage needs, we just need to be aware of that and recognize that it might be a more, a a bit more difficult to have the marriage and family we want if we don't do the things that the marriage and family need to grow and to be nurtured. Yeah. I mean, I I really like that you brought up the principle of the path. So Mm -hmm. it's not my original idea. I wish it was. (laughs) <laughs> I took it from Andy Stanley, um, oh. but he took it from the Bible. It's it's a biblical <laughs> principle, so we can all pull from there. It's it's actually a proverb, and one of the ways, and one of the versions loosely, it is the prudent, that's kind of like the wise, see mm-hmm. danger and take refuge. The foolish yeah. keep going and suffer from it. So it's hmm. this idea that as we're looking forward in life, if we see danger and we ignore it, well, we're going to suffer. Like that's, that's on us, right? It says mm-hmm. the prudent see danger and take refuge. So it's basically, I see danger ahead. I'm going to take different action because of it. So if we transfer this back into individual dreams, if my individual dream takes me away from my family for long extended periods of time, I need to be honest. What's the cost of that? 
And am I willing to pay that cost? And so the path says, you know, there's going to be some challenges, right? If I'm not there, what is that cost? And so I think it's prudent to consider that cost. And this is why if we're in agreement, it fundamentally changes potentially the next steps. Mm -hmm. I'm a big proponent of seasons. Sometimes we can have a dream, but it, interpreting, is this the right season? I mean, you mentioned mm -hmm. as a mom, when the kids are little, like it's a lot. If you've got one or multiple kids, like under five, it's a mm -hmm. lot. And mm -hmm. so that season um, has a lot to it. You know, maybe when the kids get into school, stuff becomes more manageable. For us now, we have a middle schooler and a high schooler. So we're looking at this season from the perspective, we're not going to have them for that much longer. They're not going to live in our home as kids. They're about to be young men, adults in just a handful of years. So how does that change the way we manage our schedule, manage our resources, manage our physical presence of where we are. And so I think mm -hmm. seasons play a key role in the timing of our dreams, but that's where we can start to say, well, what can I do now in this season within my roles and within my responsibilities? What can I do now? I'm a big fan and a big proponent that as a husband and as a father, one of the greatest gifts we can give our kids isn't material possessions, isn't heroic personal achievements. It is our personal proactive presence, being in the space with our wife and with our kids. And so for me, I try and organize my day and my schedule as much as possible to do that. And so I think that's something individual men have to take into consideration for their dreams. But oftentimes I believe our wives and our kids want more of us, not less of us. And so I think it's something to consider and to take, um, to take serious um, as our role as a father and as a husband when we're considering our individual dreams. Yeah, that's good. So what do we want you to know in summary of all that we've said? And I would say what I'd want you to know from listening to this is that your dreams matter because you matter. Yep. And so it's worth thinking about what are you dreaming about? What are some goals? What do you want to do? And actually spending some time with that in, in not feeling like it's a selfish thing, but really it's something that can instill confidence in you and create um, even more attraction for you. Because when we are doing things that we are excited to do and that we are motivated to do, that's, that's attractive. And so I want to encourage you, your dreams matter. So it's worth, it's worth pursuing them. And so what do I want you to do is take some action steps, take some moments to reflect. Do you know what your dreams are and are you actively pursuing them? Sarah Gale and I are going to include a couple questions or prompts in the show notes that can help guide that reflection, journaling, conversation. Um, I think the other thing I would want you to do is take ownership of either sharing your dreams with your spouse or asking your spouse how you can support them in their personal dreams. That's good. All right. Well, let's end with appreciation time. 
So say our jingle, appreciation time, appreciation time. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day that I hear my husband's voice in the jingle with me, but I'll keep waiting. I and... think that's an individual dream of yours that I'm not quite supporting. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so Chad, David, I was going to say something else I appreciated, but I'll say this just in light of what just happened. I appreciate your humor. <laughs> You're not the funniest of the two, but you are certainly funny. And sometimes I'm just like, wow, he, he is, he's actually really funny. And, and more often than I would, I, this might sound weird, but more often than I would think, because you're, you're very heady and, and smart witty, but you're hilarious. I appreciate that about you. I received the bid that I am surprisingly funny, apparently. <laughs> There we go. I did it again. Um, babe, one of the things I appreciate, you make my life so much easier because like, for example, on this podcast, you create the outline so that we can actually share in a meaningful way. And that is just one example of a lot of areas in our life where you bring a level of order or clarity um, that makes my life easier. And so I appreciate you and I love you. Oh, thank you. Love you too. All right. Well, let's, let's end in this. I, what, I was looking for the expression, bring it to an end. I don't know the expression, but I just want to say to you listening, thank you again. And we would love to connect with you through our website, www.hope relentless.com. And like Chad said, there will be some show notes for you to engage with. And regardless of what season of life you're in, in your marriage, I want you to know in the high places and the low places that there is always, always hope.